0: Godless Revolution Podcast. Today, as our guest, we have Dan Ellis, President of Atheists of Utah, and we will be discussing uh, last week's American Atheist Convention and some news topics. So, let's get started. So, we're here in Salt Lake City. Um, Just got
1: done with the American Atheist Convention. Wanted to talk to Dan about uh, some of the speakers there, some of the stuff we took away from the convention. Um, Had a bunch of uh, big names. We had Chris Cluey... Jamila Bay was a fantastic MC. I thought she did a fantastic job the whole time. We had Mark White, uh, bassist of the Spin Doctors, um, Seth Andrews, the Thinking Atheist, was here. Of course, Greta Christina, um, Brian Dalton of Mister Deity, Matt Dillahunty was here, um, and of course JT Eberhardt. and and Dan had a speaking part himself. Um, what do you think, Dan? Was probably the what was the most impactful part of the conference, the convention that you took away? At least what maybe. Maybe locally, what was the most meaningful thing for atheists in Utah?
2: You know, honestly, for me, I think it was just being able to hang out with so many cool people. Like, you know, I I had never been to an atheist convention before or anything. So this was my first one, and I thought, you know, it'll be cool. There'll be a lot of cool speakers there. I'll get to meet some of the people that I've been chatting with and, and communicating with on Facebook and everything online. That'll be great. Um but beyond that and beyond hearing all of the great lectures and everything, um, I think the the most exciting and, and and the the best thing that I took out of it was just that, you know, it was a place where I could just be me. You know, I didn't have to worry about, you know, somebody finding out that I was an atheist or somebody being upset that I was an atheist or... You know, being being upset that I didn't believe in God or wanting to challenge me on anything like that—it was, it was just fantastic to be able to spend an entire weekend with so many awesome people who also don't believe in God, and I didn't have to worry about it. It was just so freeing and so relaxing, and it was just—it was an amazing experience. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, I had had a lot of similar feelings. I, you know, coming out of Utah County and Provo with BYU right there, and I'm not sure what the percentage is Mormon there, but I know it's considerably higher than it is here in salt lake so. i think it's 80 percent or something like that rather than what 50 or something it is in salt it's lake but i know it took me the first full the full first day to to actually really feel comfortable you know sitting with it everybody else kind of basically felt the way i did about about all these things this superstition and all this stuff was so so i totally hear you on that um i i, I also i think one of the more relevant parts of it was uh david silverman had a discussion where what he was talking about with with the mormon attitude about being inclusive um where the idea from these I, you know I don't know if they're mormon apologists I actually went back and looked at the video where where that topic was brought up but that was their defense was that th- th- they were say that well we don't we're we're totally inclusive we'll let anybody join
2: are you are you talking yeah.
1: about the thing on Wednesday that they did that panel
2: prior to the conference. Yeah, so, I was
0: there for that one. I remember that. Yes, yeah, yes that's, yeah, talk, yeah,
1: with the BYU professor. Yes. Where yes. He, yeah, where he said, you know, we're, as Mormons, we're totally inclusive, right? We let anybody join.
2: How frustrating and what a load of horseshit a lot of the things they were saying was. I mean, just, you know, I, I got there a bit late because I I attended a, a memorial service for Richard Andrews um, ahead of that. But, you know, so I, so I got there about a half an hour late, but when I got there, it was standing room only. Yeah. And... I mean, just the, the general vibe in the room was just that everybody in there was so incredibly frustrated with the with the things that the BYU well, the, professors were saying. Yeah, the room
0: yeah. was about ninety five percent atheist. I mean, when they asked uh, if you were atheist, yeah. raise your hand. It was I was it was almost I was everybody kind of blown back like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, <laughs> my people are here. Awesome.
1: Well, I think the turnout overall was some somewhere around seven hundred, wasn't it? Which
2: uh, for the, for the convention in total, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I think that's. I think David said something. It was a little over seven hundred for for the final numbers. Yeah,
1: which is which is pretty great. Oh yeah, you know, it's not a highly populated state, not a not a hugely densely populated city. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know this is as far, last I heard was the second most religious state in the country behind I think uh, al- behind I, th- I think Alabama
0: was I know Alabama was. Yeah, we were one in Mississippi, Alabama. And Mississippi's in there. I mean,
2: yeah, the the Southern, you know, the Bible Belt states for sure. But you know, yeah, Utah's really, really religious. You know, I hear from people a lot of the time who uh, say, "Oh man, you know, it's got to be so hard being an atheist in Utah. It's it's got to be really rough." And honestly, I would much rather be an atheist here than anywhere in the Bible Belt. Like, I don't know how those guys put up with it because. You know the 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 Mormons here. Yeah, they're very Christian. Yeah, they're they're you know fairly exclusionary and they can be a bit dickish. But for the most part, they're they're really good people and and they're they're fairly accepting at least outwardly. Um, you know they're they're hugely passive aggressive a lot of the time, but they're not outwardly aggressive. You know I don't have to worry about you know wearing an atheist T-shirt somewhere and having some redneck dipshit walk up to me and want to punch me in the face necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know I think part of that is that. I'm not the smallest guy in the world, so, <laughs> so that, you know that, that that erases some of that concern. But
1: it's important to know too that Dan has this enormous Viking beard that I'm hugely jealous of. <laughs>
2: well, thank you.
0: So, yeah, you talk about the Bible belt. Uh, you know, I spent a lot of time down in Texas with the military, and I would be down there by a Walmart as a store, and you'd have people outside selling crosses for churches. It's not just like the necklaces; like big ornamental. Crosses to put on your walls, and I'm thinking, like, you go to all these places, you see everyone doing it, and I'm like, is that even allowed? Being like every corner, you're selling crosses, and it's not just. Do you need some kind of Jesus vendors license for that? It's shoving it in your face, selling it. It's coming right up to you and making you here. Take this pamphlet, buy this cross. Yeah, you need it. You have to have one. Yeah, and
2: otherwise you won't be saved. Yeah. My my neighbors that used to live next door to me were really awesome people. I mean, they were they were really nice. We had a lot in common. Everything was going great. Um, the husband I would go golfing with every Tuesday as part of the men's league that I play in. And, you know, I, it was when I was just initially starting to come out and and be more uh, vocal about my atheism. And I remember when they moved in, I was standing in the backyard. Uh, I can't even remember what I was doing. I think I was just playing with the dog or whatever. And the neighbor came over to the fence and she's like, oh, hi, you know, I'm, I'm so and so I'm your new neighbor. And. I was just hoping to, you know, chat with you for a little bit, you know, meet you because we're neighbors and thought I'd say hi and introduce myself and you know, we had a nice little chat and everything and she said, you know, so it doesn't seem that you're Mormon and I'm guessing <laughs> I'm guessing she figured that out because I had a drink with yeah. me in the backyard oh, or okay. whatever, you know. And and I said, "No, I'm not." And she said, "So it just seems like they're not very friendly." And I said, "Well, you know, they are in a way. I you know, I I've been born and raised here, you know. I've, I've lived here most of my life, so I've kind of gotten used to it. But I understand that for people from out of state coming here oh, yeah. is a little bit of a culture shock because, you know, a lot of the time until someone who's LDS knows that you're also LDS, they kind of you know they're very standoffish. know yeah. they, they don't talk to you a whole lot and stuff like that. And and so we had this nice little conversation. We became friendly and everything. And uh one day we were just chatting, and she's like, "Oh, I understand you're on Facebook." and I I said yes I am and she said oh well I'll have to send you a friend request and I I just said oh sure that would be great you know and kind of dreaded actually getting the request from her so sure enough that night I got a request from her and I just sent a little message and I said hey you know by the way <laughs> I got your friend request and I just want you to know you know that from what I know of you you know you're you're a fairly religious person because in their in their living room and this is what made me think of it when you're talking about the crosses, but in their living room, like an entire wall was just covered with crosses of various shapes and sizes. And I mean, it was kind of freaky. It was, it was it was a little surreal to walk in and just be presented with an entire wall, just full, just cram packed of crosses. Hmm. And, and I, you know, so in my, in my message, I said, you know, I, I understand you're a, a fairly religious person. I knew, I knew they were Baptist and, um, I said, and I, I know that, you know, our politics probably don't align either. I knew just based on some of her conversations that she was really, really conservative. And I said, so I just am letting you know that I, I know that that's how you are, but I, you know, my views on, on those two topics don't align with yours at all. And so I can accept your friend request, but I'm letting you know now that, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty outspoken atheist online. I, I'm, I'm very liberal and progressive in a lot of the things that I, that I post and talk about politically. So I can accept your request. I just want you to know ahead of time, you know, that we're probably not gonna see eye to eye on a lot yeah. of these things. And she's like her reply was, Oh no, that's fine. We're friendly, it'll be great. It's no not to worry or anything. So I accepted her friend request and I think within three days she had unfriended me. <laughs> <laughs> and then like and then every conversation that I had with her, like out in the yard or wherever else, was really, really awkward and just crickets, huh? Yeah. Just
1: yeah. <laughs> Speaking here with uh, Atheist of Utah President Dan Ellis. Um, uh, what, what's the atheist community in Salt Lake like? Um, is you, you're seeing any growth? Is it stable? Is it, is, is there any major obstacles? Is
2: uh, tons of growth, uh, particularly, you know, with the convention coming. I think, I think when I first joined the group, um, our Facebook group had, I believe, under 500 people. Now we're almost at 2200. Yeah. I mean, we broke 2000 just a couple of weeks ago when we've already hit almost 2200, uh, since, since the convention and people finding out uh, more about the group and, and hearing about us online or, you know, through the news media and other posts from American atheists who have been very helpful in, you know, uh, helping spread the word that, Hey, there's not just the national group. There's a great local group here also. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's grown by leaps and bounds. I mean, we have, you know, a ton more paid members. We have a lot of people more involved, and, and it's been awesome, but it's also been a little overwhelming at times. Um, just because there's been this huge influx of new people into the group who, you know, for so long it was this, this semi isolated group of people who, you know, we, we were growing really quickly, but, um, it, it was, it was at a, at, at a pace where, you know people were joining the group and could become kind of acclimated and understand how the group kind of went and the content that is shared in there and and people's opinions and how things flow in there and and now we're just getting so many new people, and it's like there's a flame war. Yeah, <laughs> there's a flame yeah. war, and they're like, you know, every day or every other day, or, or you know, more than one per day, and so it's been a little overwhelming trying to mo- trying to moderate
0: all of that. But it's getting a little yeah. heat in there last week, I think. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Well, and it and it's kind of nice too. I mean, you know, even even with those types of, of flame wars and you know, kind of kind of getting really angry with each other back and forth, it still helps build. Uh, a community of other yeah. people who say, you know, no, I, I disagree with that, and here's why. And the great thing about right. about us as atheists is that, you know, more often than not, we're going to base our opinions on on reason and logic versus, you know, any emotional appeal, and yeah. and that's what happens usually. Every now and then, you know, it's it's based on emotion, but. It's, it's it's awesome that we can have a more logical and rational discussion a lot of the time and say no I disagree with you and here's why not just right. oh, I disagree Disgrue with you and go you. fuck yourself <laughs> right yeah well, and, and
1: a lot of times when you get it you, you get a, it's been compared to herding cats all the time and I. I I'm a little tired of that cliche, but, you know, at the same time, you get a group of free thinkers together and someone starts to try to make emotional appeals or any, any kind of fallacious argument. They're pretty much going to be flayed. I mean, that's just that's just kind of the nature of the beast, you know, with that. So, um,
2: oh, yeah, well, and then, you know, then you get people who chime in and say, oh, well, don't be so mean to so and so they Sure. You know, they're new and whatever. And, well, OK, I I can understand you're new, but. You know, if you're going to comment somewhere or say something, don't expect to not be challenged on yeah. it. Don't expect that you can just say whatever and everybody will go, oh yeah, that's that's great idea. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. We should, we should not. You know, tell people that we don't want our kids going to, you know, a, a religious museum or, or anything like that. Yeah. You know, it's you know, so. It, if you're going to say something, you should be able to back it up.
0: Right. I think that's yeah. a really cool thing about the. Atheist Utah community, too, is when something like that does happen, like you're talking about that school taking the uh, fifth graders, fourth graders, fourth graders to basically a Mormon history museum. Oh, yeah, not not basically.
2: Well, and and that's the thing, too. It's not it's not a Utah history museum that the church owns. It's a church history. Yes, it's it's a museum dedicated to the history of the LDS church here. And they present it as fact. It's not, you know, here's what some people think or here's what, you know, LDS people think. It's, this is fact, you know. The Noah's flood happened. Um, Black people were cursed with dark skin because they didn't fight valiantly enough in the preexistence. I mean, all of these kind of crazy things. They settled this state? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) you have to believe in God. Without God, life is meaningless. That kind of bullshit Mm -hmm. that... You know that it really, really makes me mad that
0: that
1: stuff's going on. And the black skin, th- the black skin curse thing is a, is is a part of Mormon doctrine, not not an opinion we're expressing. Right. Here. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, uh, I've heard rumors that they like most people. I don't really read in the doctrine that I work with. are like, no, that's not that's not true. It's false. I'm like, well, is it false? Or are they just not teaching it anymore? Completely backed away from that. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Well, it's it's part of official doctrine and and history. I mean, you can look at you can look at the LDS history of not allowing blacks to hold the priesthood Mm -hmm. until 1978. uh It's not because they thought blacks were equal and should, you know, have the priesthood. And for one reason or another, it just slipped through the cracks. There was systemic racism, you know, rampant throughout the LDS church for, for years and years. And it still exists to this day. I mean, it's, it's more, it's more hidden. It's not, it's not as open, but, you know, most of the LDS people I know, whether they're honest about it with themselves or anybody else, they're still fairly racist in a lot of their views.
0: And, you know, not meant to be racist, but when you go down, like when they're doing the convention, like they had before the weekend before Easter, you drive down through downtown Salt Lake by Temple Square, you don't see a lot of people of varying ethnic groups. not a lot of
1: diversity, no. Yeah. Yeah,
2: It's it's certainly not a racially diverse group, particularly here in Utah.
1: Yeah. What were some of the, was, was there opposition to the American atheists bringing a convention to Salt Lake? Did the Mormon church give you any problems? I know there were some advertising issues. What was that, what was that like? Kind of trying to bring that in.
2: They, well, you know, it's kind of funny. They, the LDS church has this, has this current stance of, you know, we're not going to address any issues of people who stand in opposition to us because then it, and I, and it's understandable, it's understandable because their rationale is that it gives us, you know, more, Publicity, uh, or yeah, more publicity, or or it makes you know our stance or our views more valid in the in the eyes of other people if the LDS Church comes out and and makes an official statement about it or anything. So I can understand why they don't, but at the same time, it's clear that they were talking about us. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, when you look at the fact that you know most most of the billboard companies that American Atheists contacted uh, prior to the con- prior to the convention to have them run the billboard ads and everything you know most of the companies just sent absolutely no reply at all american atheists would contact them say hey we have this campaign we're wanting to run we're looking to get quotes from you locations that kind of stuff and they would you know there was crickets just no reply at all and then the you know there were a few companies who did respond and said you know no we're not going to do that we we think it's you know it runs counter to the culture in our state and it was basically code word for we don't want yeah. to upset anybody who happens to be LDS and and may also be our customer. I
0: thought some of them were actually responding back saying this is offensive. Yeah, yeah. What there I'm was like I can drive on the street and see when it says you're going to burn in hell if you don't call this number tonight. And that's not offensive. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. There were there were and I'm trying to. I think it was was it Reagan Outdoor who said that? No, it was Yesco. Yesco, uh, you know, flatly said no. These billboards are offensive. And I don't understand what is offensive about the billboards, other than that it said that they're not LDS. Yeah. you know, right? If that's if that's their major offense, then they'd probably shit themselves having to listen to this podcast or, <laughs> or anything that you or you know that any of the three of us say on a daily basis. And I know too. It's funny because I have you know it, it almost feels like Fight Club. At times, like, I have, I have people who will contact me and say, you know, oh, I work for Yesco. You should see the shitstorm that's going on here in the <laughs> office <laughs> because of all of this stuff that's going on. Like, there's been board meetings. Mm. They're having special meetings calling people in. There's tons of calls flooding into the office. They don't know how to handle it. About it's, it's kind of funny.
1: Just, just about atheists getting together in a city that they've traditionally dominated. Oh, J- yeah. Just about that—that's that's the issue. Well, well, it
2: was it was the issue of them saying that they weren't going to run the billboard campaign, business or not and to then do, yeah. and then you know once American Atheists came forward and said, well, you know, we've contacted several companies. This company in particular said that they weren't going to run it, and that they not only were they not going to run it, but that they thought that they weren't going to run the billboards because they were offensive. And then you know, tons of people started calling the company saying. What is wrong with the billboards? i don't understand why you would do this why What is the major problem?
0: Here? well, and then it blew up onto a national level yeah. where you you you're watching c n n this little sign company from utah's on it
2: well and, and and so the ironic thing about that whole situation is that these billboard companies chose not to run the billboards and gave their reasons why and consequently ended up giving, you know, a hundred times more publicity (laughs) for it than if they had just run the damn billboard.
0: Yeah, considering every time that they're advertising that these billboards weren't going to get run, they showed a picture of exactly what the billboard was going to be.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, and you know, An American Atheist chose local companies to try to run the billboards because they wanted to contribute to the local economy. These companies all denied them, so they had to go to Denver and you know, run a contract with CBS uh, Outdoor in order to run the billboard campaign. So you know, these companies not only gave up the thousands of dollars that they would have gotten in revenue for running the billboard campaign, but then they gave more more publicity to the company or to American Atheists yep. than and if they just state, run the billboard and had the money and contributed more to the local economy.
0: Well, I, I at the beginning of it, I kind of thought their fear was if we advertise for them are these church groups going to come back to us for more business that was my kind of uh, yeah i, I guess so you
2: know. i guess so but you know and i've i've noticed too that there aren't you know there aren't a ton of churches necessarily who uh, who advertise on things i think their main concern is that here in utah where the lds church is so prevalent and has so many members and such a ma- such a majority here that whether the advertisement is specifically for the lds church or any religion in general it doesn't matter it's that these comp it's that you know so many other companies and businesses are owned by owned and ran by yes. LDS people who
1: would be upset that they had run that there's a there's kind of a, a, a statistic that that runs around. I know Greta Christina has talked about it that uh, a significantly high percentage of teens homeless teens on the uh, streets of Salt Lake City are kicked out by their parents for either being non-believers or, or LGBT yeah. yeah LGBT teens um is there truth to that and if and if so i i wonder what what is the atheists of utah doing to accommodate them or to reach out to them or what what can we do more to to help these kids
2: yeah absolutely that that does happen um i can't remember all of the specific numbers I but 40
1: percent like of of the teens that of, that are, of utah's homeless, teens homeless are youth or nonbelievers or lgbt and i know
0: yeah. i actually done a little research for this. I tried to do a project trying to find them to go do a, a mini documentary out in Salt mm. Lake with this, but zero help from any organization sure. to find people. So oh, what really? I was reading was basically, it was, you know, under the age of 18, it was like you're saying about 40 to 50% of the youth that were homeless were uh, homosexual or basically against the religion of their parents and their parents kicked them out because... Yeah, they just they couldn't have it.
2: What harm with religion, right? And yeah. and right. Yeah, religion it it is too. is loving and teaches people to be and compassionate. inclusive. Yeah, that was one of the one that was one of the things that not one of the things that was probably the thing that pissed me off the most uh, on Wednesday with the panel and listening to the BYU professors up there, you with know, David saying Solomon. yeah, saying no. that you know Mormons don't shun people. And then they, you know, and then it was like, oh no, clearly that does happen. Mormons do shun people. And one of the professors said, well, no, real Mormons don't, don't. do that. Or a vast
1: majority or, of Mormons well, don't. So the No or, True Scotsman fallacy. Right yeah. And it, yeah.
2: I can't tell you how much that pissed me off. Because I know personally people who have parents who hold church leadership positions, whether it's bishop, stake president, you know, uh, somebody higher up in the church. Who, when their children say that they no longer believe in the church, actively shun them. They disown them. It, and it pisses me off to, for them to sit up there and say, well, no real Mormon does that. Yeah. Are they saying that these bishops and stake presidents who do this to their kids aren't real Mormons? These are the people who hold leadership positions in the fucking church. Don't tell me they're not real Mormons. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I God, that really made me so shitty. mad. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I mean, hey, man, I'm this, mad just thinking about no, it. That's, let it out, man. This is not a soft and easy podcast. <laughs> I mean, we're we're going to tell it how it is. So, yeah, get pissed, it, man. In my
0: opinion, I think everyone that is non-LDS in the state has experienced the pushback from it, too. I mean, I've had – where when I first moved into my house, I would talk to my neighbor all the time. I'm a firefighter. He's a cop. We would just bullshit with each other. I mow my lawn with a beer in my hand. He sees me. He walks the other direction. And now whenever, and whenever he comes out of his house, he avoids me. This was like a, a year and a half ago. He's avoided me for about a year and a half every time I'm outside my house.
2: <laughs> for breaking the word of wisdom. But they don't, they don't shun people.
0: No, they'll just ignore <laughs> the hell out of you and no longer speak to you or want to... They just take that passive aggressiveness
2: to
1: a whole new level. Yeah. Speaking with uh, Atheist of Utah President Dan Ellis here today. Um, should we move on to some news items? Sure. Let's hit some news. What do you got, Ryan? You got some...
0: I have got uh, a group of folk in Virginia called the Family Foundation, who they actually announced that they're going to do a 40 days and 40 nights fast because gay marriage is about to be legal in Virginia. God damn!
1: So they want to stop eating. What, what's the point of this?
0: Their their whole thing is, uh, I'm trying to bring it up right now, this is their actual statement from off of their website, from a statement from the Family Foundation's website says our state and nation are mirrored in morass of confusion and postmodern thinking that does not believe in absolute nor that any truth can ever be known. Nowhere is there more evident than in the current debate raging about the uh constitutes or about what constitutes marriage. Pagan philosophers, a secular humanist education establishment, and an entertainment industry that is absolutely determined in pushing the envelope of decency and morality have all combined to turn this great land into a country that our forefathers would no longer recognize.
2: What is postmodern thinking
0: like? Uh,
1: is is that a
2: like a post-apocalyptic thing? How can you be postmodern? I, I think well, the, it's, post, the
1: postmodern. Uh, I, yeah, you you can hear elements of it in that article itself. It's this idea that we you know we can't really know anything, and um, this is this whole idea. So reminds me of they're Tim talking mentions
2: beat poem.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're talking about it on a on a I think um, terms of morality. Is that, that's kind of, that, that's why I said to me, yeah. Saying, which, that
0: this, this country is going on the tube. And you are absolutely immoral for recognizing and wanting to have people that love each other married. Equal, so equal
1: rights is immoral. for everyone. Equal rights is immoral. As yeah.
2: opposed to, you know, stoning people who, as, as opposed to stoning women who are raped or owning Children slaves, to to anything like yeah. that. You know, all of those great moral things that the Bible teaches us.
0: But yeah, they're actually passing out videos in a, resources for congregations throughout the state to help their leaders perform a 40-day, 40 40-night 40 fast with their congregation. And I read another site they're actually encouraging the kids to take part too. That's So disgusting. I don't know so, if that's, that constitutes neglect or well, abuse. Are they
1: encouraging <laughs> the kids or are they forcing them to um, fast?
0: I, I would say if that family is going to that congregation and that congregation is telling them to fast, like most religious groups, they're going to follow what it says and fast.
1: So what is this what is what is not eating supposed to accomplish in terms of fighting equal rights? Can God only hear them if they're starving? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh,
0: the forty days, forty nights that comes from uh, I'm trying to remember what that was. In the from old from time.
1: Noah. Yeah. Well, there's Noah. Yeah, there's there's um, didn't I think Jesus fasted for forty days when he was tempted by Satan uh, on the mountain, right? Sure. Nobody knows. <laughs> okay. Right.
0: We are godless that's here. That's, right, right, that's ringing. That's so. ringing a very small
1: <laughs> okay. bell, but. Uh... <laughs>
0: yeah they're they're encouraging all members to refuse any food from august twenty seventh to October fourth, and Congress is having their session on October sixth over the issue August so.
1: to october well yeah, august. I know I know it yeah. just it just it just sounds like a
0: really long time to not eat <laughs> well, there's those people in India that claim they eat nothing and drink nothing their whole lives, and they're still doing just fine apparently which is bullshit oh yeah yeah, the breatharians.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the people who live on sunlight, yeah, and pe- yeah, and people die from or all die the time. <laughs> or die yeah. from
2: trying to live on sunlight.
1: Okay, so I,
2: I'm I'm still confused, but yeah, I don't I don't understand what they hope to accomplish with this. I mean, first, I don't I don't understand what they really hope to accomplish. Like, do they think that they can force their religious belief on the rest of the of the United States uh, or? Or do they think that God can only hear you when you're starving and it has to be a period of no less than forty days? Night. Night. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, or is it a combination of the two? I don't I don't understand well, so why we, people do even, stupid even shit if we, like this.
1: Even if we take it back a step from the supernatural. Right. It, uh, and and so I'm here, I'm gay, I love Ryan, he's gay, we <laughs> want to get married, right? This is hypothetical, but <laughs> Oh I was gonna say are you guys announcing something right here? <laughs> okay. And somebody tells me, we can't do that because they're not eating. (laughs) Oh,
0: perfect. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All
1: Done. You're right. Good. I I I don't don't understand
0: how that... Something from God will come down and prevent Congress from voting on it. It'll be, I don't know. Like, Jesus
2: will stride just, into the, will holiness. stride into the nation's capital riding a, riding a unicorn or something. And everybody you know. be
0: like, well, guess what? I think he prefers donkeys. <laughs> all right,
1: probably. Yeah, donkeys. I don't know. Just...
0: From what I've read in the Bible, I honestly think if God did come down, he would go, what the fuck are these people doing not eating? Yeah. The whole gay mares thing? We're yeah, cool with it.
2: Why are you people being dicks to these other people <laughs> over here? I don't understand that shit.
1: Well, this is, this is assuming it's a non-biblical God. I mean if he's really just and merciful yeah they would think oh, yeah. but no I mean oh true yeah well I mean, if it's the biblical guy well and you know
2: most most modern christians equate jesus with you know love and kindness and understanding unless i don't fucking agree with you and then i'm going to yeah. starve myself for 40 days sure. to try to deny you civil rights exactly
1: well yeah exactly and I don't know how they get that merciful, loving guy out of the Bible, anyway. But that's a whole different episode.
2: Well, it's the whole cherry picking thing. Yeah, and and I understand why people cherry pick. I mean, you kind of have to if you, you were have to, live, to if, yeah. yeah.
1: If you were to live, if you were to
2: try to live by all of the commandments in the Bible, you'd be thrown in a mental in a mental institution or or just locked up in prison. But. I don't understand why they cherry-pick most things to say that God is kind and loving and compassionate and accepting and 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 choose to worship this being and then say, "Oh, and God hates fags too." Yeah. Like that's yep. that's something that God walked around, you know, that's something Jesus walked around talking about all the time was, "Boy, this is <laughs> great, right? I'm going to I'm going to get rid of the money changers from the temples. Oh, and by the way, you guys don't be gay."
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, sh- please show me the verse where Jesus addressed homosexuality. Yeah, and it doesn't exist. No, it's not there. It's not there at all. Um, I've got a quick piece here. It's actually one sentence long. Yeah, that is I quick. I, I, I printed off like four pages. I'm not going to go through the whole story because it's just no fucking duh. All right. Here's the headline. Preliminary evidence suggests the suspects in the, in the Boston Marathon bombings were motivated by religion. No fucking shit. <laughs> we already knew, we knew that. Wow. I mean, Is that breaking news? No, yeah, apparently so. That was a was headline. It? The Sarnayev brothers were tied to an Islamic group. A fucking amazing.
2: Was that breaking news in like the in the Deseret News here? Or? <laughs> I don't know.
1: It, well, it was national <laughs> news. I I don't know if they're just starting to figure this out. But, yeah, okay, so the Sarnayevs were Islamic terrorists.
0: But you know what I've never Surprise. heard ever? Yeah, shocker, right? Local ace gets, blows up church. Yeah. Never heard that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or kick, kicks out their homosexuals. Yeah. Son never, never
0: once ever heard that in any news article.
1: Yeah. Not to say that it's never happened, but when we're talking about percentages and scales, or that it I mean, never will, I mean, sure. there
2: are mentally disturbed people all over the place. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, religion provides people an excuse to be a fucking dick.
1: Yeah. That's right. Steven Weinberg, like right? The, uh, the, the... <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, in different words, but yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, what 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 for is a good, it? For a good person to do bad things, it takes religion. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the guy who shot up the uh, the Jewish community uh, places there in on the East Coast. What, that was in D.C., ago? wasn't it? Was it yeah. Uh, he was a KKK member who I think if I read recently, they say they are a Christian organization.
2: Yes. Yeah, the KKK uses the Bible as their primary backing for
1: most of their shitty beliefs. I wish I had printed this news story, but ex-KKK leader that got That's, caught with the black prostitute. He's mid- the same black male one prostitute? that did the, yeah. the shooting. Oh, that the shot and irony? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that story. Uh, It was about <laughs> a year or two
0: prior to him going and doing the shooting at the Jewish seminaries that he got caught with a black, a black male, prostitute. male prostitute. Nice. Wow. And he was the grand wizard of the KKK. Nice. No, not just a member. He's <laughs> no, no. He's the top-notch member of the KKK. He's the, he got the Nice. <laughs> so I don't know if he was actually still the, a member of the KKK when he did that shooting a few weeks ago or not, but uh, I think you get dethroned after I, that. I, yeah, I'm and not. Dethroned. <laughs> I, I
1: don't know. I, I'm not willing to give him a pass on either. No, no.
2: <laughs> I mean. No, yeah. I, I
1: really, I mean, honestly, out of those three stories, the black male prostitute is by far the least objectionable. Correct. I mean, you know. But uh,
2: we've all got our kinks. Sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Just just the irony was was what I thought was funny. What do you got? Do You got any, do You got another story, right? Uh, I got the one from Wisconsin where the uh, <clears throat> Wisconsin state GOP senator complains that John Kerry used up uh, upset God by opposing Uganda's uh, anti LGBT laws. Say say that again now. Uh, he said John Kerry upset God by opposing Uganda's anti-LGBT laws. So if you don't know, John Kerry yeah. was over there recently, and Uganda basically passed laws where if you get caught for being gay,
2: you can the, get, the kill the
1: gays. Yeah, bill, you get right. killed. Yeah, the kill the gays. Yeah. And Kerry was Uganda basically over there telling
0: him, "Whoa, this is that's not cool. This is human rights stuff. are taking it too far." Yeah.
1: Well, as far as I understand <laughs> it, this 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 whole. Turmoil of 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 intolerance in Uganda actually stems from a United States Christian group that really had trouble getting traction here.
2: Well, one of those guys is, is, is being prosecuted fucking bullshit for bullshit overseas. For I, and I could be totally off base here. I know one of those guys was being prosecuted for basically crimes against humanity for being such a worthless piece of shit and i can't remember if it's in the hague or it was it was another international justice court who chose to 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 press charges against this guy as as a crime against humanity for being such a, a raging fucking oh, asshole. What a douchebag,
0: yeah. Well, wasn't it didn't it come out when the whole chicken fillet thing blew up that the chicken fillet owner was actually donating money to Uganda's cause to fight homosexuals? That wouldn't surprise me. Dan sure Cathy's about, yeah, a fucking
1: he's, asshole. He's a douche, but I'm not sure about that that tie. But but yeah, he's a... F-
0: I mean, I don't know if it was exactly this or not, but the thing, that, the thing that John Kerry wanted to do, because when Uganda passed that law, they basically said there's no scientific proof that being gay is natural or that it's... Part of you, all of our scientists said it's 100%. They choose to do it when it's no, wrong. So they, they all of the
2: Ugandan of, scientists? All the Ugandan. <laughs> so John Kerry basically said, We're going to send
0: some people over here <laughs> that have done the work and show you the science saying it's normal. It's We can show that it. this is the way they are. There's nothing abnormal about it. Well, for, I mean, first of all, all these soulless, you
1: know, non heaven going animals, parrots, porpoises, dolphins, all you, they, they all experiment with homosexuality, oh, yeah. you know, which in itself, by definition is natural, right? Monkeys do it. Other, yep. other apes do it, you know, it- and, and, and I've made a point actually of asking however uncomfortable that might be all of my friends that are gay, gay or bisexual, you know, and every one of them has said born, born that way. Yeah. yeah. If not born it's developed really early on in life well and you, you know, know if you're the, if mean, you're early not enough that you don't remember
2: and really if you're not born with it you know I, I i've i've had this conversation with a few of my gay friends uh in the past where i say you know if you're if you're not born gay i don't understand why anybody would choose to that be. oh yeah. yes yeah great point you know too. and 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 a couple of them have gotten really offended initially and be like, well, what do you mean? Why the fuck wouldn't I choose to be gay? Gay is awesome. You know, I, I love being I, me. And I'm sure, like, no, sure, I sure. understand that. And I I understand that. I accept you. I love you. I think that's fantastic. You are who you are. But with so many other people who don't love you and don't accept you and and, and are, you know, being assholes to you, I don't understand why someone would choose to put themselves in a position where people hate you just because of who you love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, so if it's not something you're born with, I don't understand why anybody would make that choice. And for the people who say that being gay is a choice, when did they choose to be straight? Like, when did they choose to set aside their attraction for someone of the the same same sex? Yes, exactly. And say, you know, I really like Frank, I think he's damn good looking, but I'm gonna have to choose to date women exclusively. Right? I don't understand. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah,
1: perfect. Perfect. And, 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 Um, I've got to credit my sister with this one, but, um, she, you know, told me some years ago that the fact is she's not gay. So she doesn't get to fucking decide. She doesn't get to tell them if they tell her that they're born that way. That's the answer. Yeah. Right. That's it. If you don't, if you don't accept that, Mm -hmm. that's your fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I actually have a, a gay sister and we're one year apart. I'm one year, about a year and a half older than she is. And I remember my mom called when my sister came out to her and she's like, I'm not supposed to tell you, but your sister came out. And I'm like, you didn't realize my sister's an atheist this is this is like, I, think <laughs> like, I, I think i've known she was gay since about middle school <laughs> when she wants to shave her head like her brothers and she refuses to wear women's clothes period does not want to play with dolls and she wants to go hunting and play with the animal brains with dad that's not feminine and she's never had a boyfriend she's
1: yeah uh, you know, according it's, to social I norms but you know, yeah well i mean well, a, you know,
2: I mean, well there and are that, stereotypes but and that reminds me but, yeah, of something I else mean, too you know and I've always wondered you know we we tend to use these binary terms of of gay or straight and and you know we throw bisexual in there, but you know people aren't aren't Not everybody is born as strictly male or strictly female. Absolutely right. Hmm. You know, there, there. I don't. I can't remember the statistics on how many children are born intersex or or multisex when they're born, and doctors make a decision there, there in the in the delivery room of, okay, which sex are we going to favor for this child who has just been born, and and for so many people who are, are then members of the trans community, it's it's that okay, well, I was born intersex or multisex, and the doctors fucked up in picking the sex that they were going to favor.
0: And because of that, I've actually heard recently that that's no longer a practice anymore in the hospitals. They no longer get to choose on the spot. It's wait till the child gets to a certain age and raise them and then let the child decide on their own, is it male or female, which way are you going to go? That's Uh, awesome.
1: Right, and, I mean, the, the whole thing is you have, I mean, assuming we're going by social conventions, we've got straight on one side, gay on the other, it's a sliding scale, right? right? I mean, you might have somebody who's married to a woman that's 49% gay, right? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, it's 51% female, but, but you know, oh, everyone, falls, once in a while. Well, everyone, everyone falls somewhere on that line. But the right. other thing too, and and I want to bring this back to the convention a little bit too. Um, fantastic speaker, Marsha Botzer was here um, and she was, she was here specifically to make sure that we didn't forget about the T part of the LGBT community. Um she's from Washington state. Um, she she was a co a co-chair of the Seattle City LGBT Commission, uh founded Seattle's Ingersoll Gender Center and um I've been in some communication with her uh recently. She's she's tentatively committed to to doing an interview here soon um with uh, the Godless Revolution podcast so we'd be excited to have her but but we don't we we want to make sure not to exclude the t part of the lgbt community too i mean i think um, it does get overlooked it it does it does and you know lgbt is a minority group and the t is a minority group of the lgbt group Mm so um uh you know but but
2: yeah, they do get overlooked a lot and there's a, there's a lot of misconceptions and misunderstandings and just ignorance about the trans community. You know, I I myself was really really ignorant about the trans community until the last few years and I've learned a ton. You know, Atheists of Utah um has been fortunate in that because we're big supporters of the LGB uh community, we've added the T community also and and there's a great uh trans advocacy group here in utah called t it's the transgender education advocates i believe sorry connie if i fucked that up (laughs) (laughs) um but you know they do they do a whole lot of great work for the trans community here and we've we've participated in the uh every year there's the transgender day of remembrance Mm -hmm. excuse me Mm -hmm. and you know it's this the the first one I the first one I attended basically changed changed my life and changed my views on so many different things and opened my eyes to the plight of the trans community here. That I mean just just so many trans people are murdered every year. So the, the transgender mm-hmm. day of remembrance is is you know, basically going through and reading a list of names of people in the trans community who have been murdered over the last year. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're, the statistics on trans murders are, you know, widely and uh, hugely underreported. Of course, because mm-hmm. they're in in so many societies, and and even in the U.S., they're they're treated as subhuman. You know, yeah. they're treated as as they're not even worthy of any respect that you would give to a human being that you would that you hate. I mean, they're they're viewed as less than human, and just the the things that are done to so many of these trans people when they're killed are are horribly disturbing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, at the, so at the first couple, uh, T doors, I, I was lucky enough to be asked to, to speak and, and delivered a, a little speech that Grant Larimer, uh former board member had written, uh, for me to deliver, which was, which was brilliant. I'll have to give that to you guys to post somewhere if you'd like. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then this, this last T door celebration or not celebration, sorry, just, just remembrance. Yeah. Um, you know rather than having a oh, life celebration yeah yeah and and rather than having um you know me speak or or a whole bunch of different speakers, they had i think you know more trans more trans people actually speak and tried to make it a a non religious thing you know previously it was kind of an interfaith thing where they had different uh for lack of a better word religious leaders um uh, deliver speeches or, or, or give talks, and at this last one, uh, they had they had some people from the trans community speak. They had uh, uh, the Salt Lake Police Chief uh, mm-hmm. speak, which caused some other problems. But that's that's not really what, <laughs> that's kind of off <laughs> yeah. the track of what I'm yeah. getting to here. But you know, at this one they had us uh, just read the names and in in a lot of the cases how the trans person was killed.
0: Oh. You and,
2: know. you know, it's always really rough, you know, reading through these things and, and listening to people read through them and everything. And I had a couple different cards, but I think they were, I think they had three or four different names on each one. And, you know, I managed to get through the first card okay. And then I got a, you know, I got back in line and people are reading and a couple people are breaking down as they're reading them. And the second card I got through the first one or two names. And then the, the third one I got to, uh, I believe it was a seventeen-year-old trans, seventeen-year-old trans female who was decapitated oh. and uh, and and just thrown in the garbage like 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 a piece of garbage. And yeah. it just, I mean, the the inhumane and inhuman acts that these people,
0: you know, that the these, ability to treat a human being in that right. That these just...
2: people who who probably are acting out of some sort of you know shitty religious justification for doing the things that they do. To do this to another human being is just beyond the pale.
1: Yeah, well, I, I don't really care what they think their justification is for something like that. I mean, if it's religious or not, but right. I, I think the overall point, though, um, we're we're friends of minority groups. We're allies with the LGBT community. Uh, however, we are three. Thirty-something year old white guys sitting here. Dan's probably yeah. not thirty-something years old. But I'm I'm forty
2: now officially. <laughs> oh wow, okay, so you surprised me. All right, so, but
1: uh, um, if if any of you have any questions, comments, anything we can add, any ways we can be more sensitive to this kind of thing, any way we could bring better attention to it, feel free to shoot us an email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. Please uh, please uh, get in contact with yeah. us. Let us know what we can do to be better at uh, at supporting these groups at, at becoming better allies to, to fight just, for Just helping
0: you know, on Facebook, posting them and sharing Facebook that kind of posts, stuff, getting out there. on Definitely. Any of the social
1: media, whatever whatever we can do to to, to make a great alliance here mm-hmm. and, and get equal rights for the citizens of this country. Citizens, it's, you know. yeah, And that's, people. And that's it. People. And human beings.
0: With, you know talking about the transgender like that, with how small the community is. It's just now getting to the point where the homosexual community is being understood. And they've been fighting this for how many years? Oh yeah. Decades. So, and they're a pretty large community compared to what the transgender community is. So it's gotta be a lot harder for them to get their voice out. So yeah, 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 Yeah. we've got our
1: arms out there for you. And so just, yeah, just let us know and, and, you know, we'll try to improve on that. But, uh, we're friends out here as far as, as far as at this point, if we can be better, we'll, we'll try to improve. Uh, see what do you got? Anything else to hit? I, I got this one. It, I mean, I want to kind of bring the, the, I want to bring it up a little bit. Uh, I I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hate is such <laughs> got a good motivator. talking
0: about inclusion. And we love everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we love everybody, but I hate this fucking guy right here. All right, this, fuck this guy in particular. Maybe it's not the guy. Maybe it's the <laughs> actions this guy was taking. That, okay, uh, I accept your correction. Thanks, Ryan. Um, uh, this is out of Oklahoma City. Um, we got a lot of friends in Oklahoma. Actually, it it's a Bible Belt state, but. Uh, Seth Andrews does a lot of great work down there. Got a lot of good friends uh, down in Oklahoma. But uh, high school curriculum supported by Hobby Lobby chain president Steve Green. Um, build as a way to teach archaeology, history, and the arts through Bible stories.
2: Yes. Yeah, fuck that guy in particular.
1: (laughs) Also tells students God is always there in times of trouble and that sinners must, quote, suffer the consequences of disobeying.
0: Oh, and this is the book they want to adopt in public schools, correct? Yeah, this is this yeah. is a
1: public school yeah. high school curriculum that that's proposed by Hobby Lobby douchebag Steve Green. Um, uh, the Musca- Mustang School Board in suburban Oklahoma City voted this month to place the Museum of Bibles curriculum in its schools as an elective. For one year trial, after being assured that the um, that the internet is not to, that the intent, excuse me, is not to proselytize.
0: How is it? I mean, right off the bat, you,
1: how how, you, how can they not be proselytizing when they're preaching one particular theology? Right, and you know, of course, that was my question, and I think you know that, that having it as an elective course is the way that they're sort of skirting around this. But hold on. It gets better. You can choose to use public funds for this? <laughs> right. That's that's right. Well, okay. okay, so the course is promoted by Green, um, the executive uh, for the craft store chain, who is also a member of the Bible's Museum Board. I don't know what the yeah. hell that means. But uh, Green, who has said he wants the program in thousands of schools by 2017, declined okay. to speak to the AP. Um, this quote, this is not a denomination or a religion. It's about a book.
0: That promotes. End quote.
1: Right. The book is the it's fucking Bible.
0: Really, yeah. I mean, isn't this the wow. same state that uh, made science? Uh, you can opt out of science class. I'm not sure about that one. What? Didn't you hear about one of the, one of the Bible Belt states was trying to pass a law where you could opt out of science class <laughs> over religious grounds.
1: Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm certainly glad to, to have his admission, however tacit, that the Bible is not a religious book. But keep that in <laughs> mind, right, that this is not about a religion, right? Um, among the topics covered by the curriculum are the roles of religion in early America. Discussing the new world as a haven for those seeking to escape religious persecution. It also talks about the role of religion in art. Okay, not a paragraph ago. Right so it's I not mean, about religion. So he's already. Yeah, I mean.
0: Well, I mean that doesn't mean religion doesn't mean Christianity, does it? <laughs> I mean, I mean I I don't know about you, but Is does... there any other kind of religion? <laughs> <laughs> well, not in Oklahoma, but
1: you know, no, we're te- we're teaching the Islamic style of the Bible oh, in this particular science. I got to I
0: got to talk about that one real quick since you just talked about we're talking about this, talking about religion. Yeah, go the, ahead, riff man, riff. Uh once again, it was another Bible belt state there on the East Coast that had passed a law where you could use state funding for private schools and homeschooling your kids in a religious school. Once it came up that people were like, well, what about this Buddhist temple? Like, no, you know, it's got to be a Christian school. Like you said, religious schools. Yeah, and I mean, that senator went backtracked it and went, "Boom! No, we're not passing this. I'm vetoing it." What about a Wiccan
2: or a pagan school? Yeah.
0: Once they came up with that, people started going, oh, "We'll start a, a, a you know, yeah, a pagan school. We'll start a, a Wicca school. We'll start a, yeah. a devil worshipping school right here."
1: Well, yeah, and, I'm, and glad that, I'm glad they
0: do push that. You know, those other forms of religion to to really
1: bring it to the Christians that think that. I mean, the the problem is the First Amendment that we fight hard for is for those fucking guys. Oh, yeah that are trying to get that wall of separation blown apart, right? They don't realize like, what if, what if, okay, you know, they're so big on saying that Obama's a Muslim, you know, what if he fucking was, it shouldn't matter. No, but what my point is, what, what if if he was, and he decided to, to make everything in the United States as far as curriculum. And you know, the, the, the United States religion was was Islam, you know, well, they're they're the ones that got rid of the First Amendment, so they got to you know yeah. they don't think about that.
0: Well, I got a topic I can do for next week that might settle this whole debate on whether United States is a Christian nation. And I'm betting it's something that most people haven't heard about in the atheist community. What's that? Uh, the uh, the Inquas, the Native Americans, mm-hmm. the treaties that they had written up between their nations prior to us even arriving here, that was used as a basis for the uh, the first Declaration of Independence. That it wasn't until the 1960s or 70s when our government finally said, yes, we do recognize that these Native American tribes were a huge help in uniting the 13 colonies. But they didn't want to admit it. They're saying, no, we did this. But when Jefferson and Washington have their Indian buddies that were... From all these different tribes getting together and saying, This worked for us. We used to fight.
2: It wasn't exclusively based on old white men
0: thinking? No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh. Or the Bible. You, you,
1: heard it here, you heard it here first, so- folks. The, <laughs> the very first podcast in the history of the internet next week on Godless Revolution, the ink was. I'll
0: bring it up. <laughs> uh, it's it's actually, when I was reading through it, because I'd heard about it before and I was reading more into it, and I'd actually, I'm trying to find uh, the article where it talks about it, where it says uh, the, that's where they got the creator from saying all men are created equal they're saying well that actually came from their writings so if it came from the Native American writings saying about they're being created equal how could that have come from a Judeo-Christian ideal which is the only mm-hmm. thing in the Declaration of Independence that they grasp onto is like creator that's God because hmm. nowhere else does it have any reference sure. yeah. to anything that could vaguely be God hmm. uh. alright fuck Chick-fil-A fuck Hobby Lobby what do we got <clears throat>
2: The the Hobby Lobby thing really bothers me. I got a
1: couple more things. Um, This one's this one's not necessarily religious by nature, but it just fucking drives me nuts. And I and I know you guys are gonna agree. Um, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) It's that bad. He doesn't want want to say it. Something that seems to be worse
2: than religion. (laughs) Yeah, this guy.
1: Okay. All right, a Nevada rancher. Okay. Need I say more? Bundy. fucking who, to say Nevada. who became a conservative folk hero for standing up to the government in a fight over grazing rights lost some of his staunch defenders after wondering aloud whether blacks might have been might have had it better under slavery
0: did you hear his rebuttal to that when they're making when they're attacking him on that? I don't care. His rebuttal was it was a question. I I prefaced it okay. with a question. I'm
2: not saying it's true. true. Or not. I'm, I'm just, just asking. I'm a throwing question. it out there.
0: Let me go
1: on. <laughs> Republican politicians from around the country who have rallied to Cliven Bundy, this douchebag's name, uh, defense in recent weeks denounced the comments and distanced themselves from the rancher, including potential 2016 potential. Uh, presidential contender Rand Paul. Yeah, but uh, it's a PR move to distance yourself from this guy. I mean, the first, uh, it, it, we'll, be, beyond that, though, Democrats, Democrats were quick to pounce on the comments and label Bundy a racist, which undoubtedly he is. It makes me want to throw that out a Colbert question and that. say
2: something like, you know, because, you know, because Cliven Bundy was just throwing it out there. He's just yeah. asking a question. Well, they say, yeah, it's the Fox you know, my, News tactic. My question would, would be along... You know, Stephen Colbert's
1: line and say, you know,
2: Clive and Bundy, bad human being or worst human being ever. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Well this yeah, this is the Fox News tactic yeah. of asking the question rather like Dan Ellis, child molester? You decide You decide. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's a fucking racist and he's a piece of shit. So anyway, he resists, He resisted not, not the me, federal right? government. and Bundy. <laughs> <Climb> and Bundy. <laughs> yes. yes, not Dan Ellis, president of Utah. The Atheist of Utah. No. Uh he resisted the federal government's attempt to round up his cattle from federal land because he hadn't paid grazing fees for two decades. His supporters, especially those on the right, have praised him for standing up to what they believe is a heavy-handed federal government. And several armed militia members traveled to his ranch to back Bundy.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, I'm wondering if they could pull like a shit. What was the name of the mob boss that they got on tax stuff or postal fraud or whatever? Could they do something similar with Clive and Bundy? Like, oh, well, you know, whether you choose to pay this or not, a, not let us, you know, confiscate your cattle or whatever. You've committed fraud, so we're just going to arrest you on that. Just get, like I, for
1: blowing through a stop sign yeah. or an unpaid speeding ticket, yeah. and be like, "You get a you get jail for two fucking life sentences." You racist fuck. Yeah. Oh, and I don't
2: know if you guys saw no, Rachel Maddow did this fantastic takedown on on Cliven Bundy and Fox News and all of these conservative pundits who were going off on him. Uh, this was on last Thursday's episode, whatever date that was. Today's Wednesday. So this was almost a week ago, but it was, it was on her Thursday episode from last week. If you haven't seen it, you should, I should, I'll post that out on Facebook. It was, it was amazing. It was this, it was like a 20, 25 minute long opening segment on Clive and Bundy and how all of these conservative dickwads missed somehow that. You know, this type of shit would come out of his mouth eventually. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was amazing. It was just this this twenty minute long build up to just this awesome, glorious, fantastic, splendiferous <laughs> conclusion, you know, that I was just like, Oh, Oh, I love this where, so much! This where their hero is so just wonderful. Shit the most vulgar oh. word out his mouth that <laughs> can crush the conservatives. Yeah. It was beautiful. I will have to post yeah. that. I, I keep forgetting, but it was it was amazing.
1: Well, after that uh, awesome group of adjectives from Dan Ellis, here. <laughs> let me let me go on. I don't um, use splendiferous very often. Well, splendiferous is great. Is that the new sugar? I think so. Splenda, right? No. <laughs> splendiferous, oh,
2: an additive or or not an additive? Uh, <laughs>
1: I don't know. Bundy was quoted in a Times story referring to black people as the Negro. Yeah. Singular. And recall, and, yes, <laughs> it is singular. Yeah, it is. And recalling a time decades ago, I, you know, okay, I don't know if you've seen this guy. I'm surprised it wasn't fucking centuries ago because he's in his late hundreds, clearly, as the posture of a jumbo shrimp. He's been ranting here since what, 1890? (laughs) Yeah, I think, yeah, he's been in Nevada since they killed Jesse James. Uh, Decades ago, when he drove past homes in North Las Vegas and saw black people who, quote, didn't have nothing to do, he said they wondered if they were, quote, better off as slaves than under government subsidy. Um, of course, completely
2: ignoring the fact that the majority of those on government subsidy are white.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't think this is the kind of guy that does a lot of research. <laughs> Just off the top of my head here, um, he seems to qu- kind of spitball, sort of say what he's feeling right at the moment. Um, he goes on, "Quote: Are they slaves to charity?" Now, I already have a problem. <laughs> Uh, I'm skipping past the Negro and better off as slaves part, which are are they slaves to charity? There's a choice of words there, I think, is a little bit you people incredibly insensitive and not just they and using slaves. um, Are they slaves to charity and government subsidized homes? Question. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm yeah. just throwing yes. it out there. Right. <laughs> no one answered me yet. And are they slaves when their daughters are having abortions and their sons are in prisons?
0: Yeah.
1: It's, so much is wrong. So much like I said, not necessarily religiously I, I would I would I would venture a guess as to what I think this guy's religious views are. We don't know for sure, so I won't do that. But it's so disgustingly offensive. I'll bet he's a Muslim. <laughs> A lot of them are cattle <laughs> ranchers in Nevada. It's true. <laughs> I've seen it. This thought goes back a long time, he concludes.
0: Okay. So this guy's basically been racist.
1: He's a fucking, okay, abortions and prisons. I'm curious how that's even relevant and why that's related to what he thinks in his mind, the stereotype of black people. Is, I I guarantee if you look at statistics for abortions and, and this kind of thing, there's there's no correlation. No. I, mean, I could I could guarantee that. Unless you I mean, go
0: by the conservative thought of abortion, where the morning after pill is considered abortion, any form of birth control is considered well, abortion, or all that kind of yeah, stuff. That's yeah, that's a whole different episode.
1: <laughs> <But> Some <laughs> of
2: them go as far as saying the masturbation is abortion. Yes, right, that's you. true, yeah.
1: Well That goes back to the Onan part of the Bible, right? Onan, the story of Onan.
2: I have probably aborted millions <laughs> millions by that standard.
1: You have a towel in your room. If not that's billions. Le- leaning against your bed Yeah, door. it doesn't lay flat. Well, it lays flat <laughs> against the wall. Okay. If I if I smooth it out that way. Uh okay. Just a quick sentence more on this guy and and we'll be done. Um A statement on the official Bundy Ranch Facebook... This part, I love this part. I had to include this. Statement (laughs) on the official Bundy Ranch Facebook page. Who runs that, I wonder? Thursday said, Bundy was a good man. He loves all people and he is not a racist. And here's the part I love about this story, right? (laughs) Anytime you're talking to somebody and they start by saying, I'm not a
0: racist, but... You're usually going to say something very racist. They're about to be a fucking (laughs) asshole.
1: Yeah, I I know. And so the very fact that you have to come on Facebook and say, I'm a good guy and I'm not a racist, right? I just really don't like those people of other colors. And Anytime you have to qualify
2: what you're going to say with, I'm not a blank butt. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I I didn't make... I mean, I just read the story that I got from this. On, I mean, this guy... You know, we didn't need that qualifier at the end. Everybody fucking knew by now, right? The guy's a racist douchebag. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how he sounds. I made him sound like a cartoon character from Texas somewhere. Well, he
0: didn't sound very bright when he actually did. The- well,
1: no, I mean, I love the use of double. net. I mean, the guy's a million years old, and he still hasn't figured out that a double mega- negative is a positive, right?
2: <laughs> didn't does have he, nothing to do. Does he also do. own an NBA franchise? Ooh. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was a great one.
0: Um I don't know how I, I I was kind of going both ways on the deal with that dude. I mean, I saw a couple
1: of different reports. I, I think I just don't know enough to comment. I think at, at my initial. I, Have I you heard the recordings? Have you heard the I've things heard... that he actually said? I haven't. Oh, okay. but he all said right. them in his uh, own right. home. Oh, I'm like, right.
0: ah, yeah, you well, may be a racist douche if he's, in your own house. I,
1: I I, I, I just I claim ignorance on this one. I don't know enough. Oh no, he's t- he's he was upset. Is he a total douche? He was
2: upset with the 20 something year old girlfriend female <laughs> who's he who he's been having an affair with for however long right who who i learned yesterday is half black herself yeah okay that he he was upset that she took a picture of herself and a friend with magic johnson and posted it to instagram and his whole thing was you know if you want to associate with those, those people yeah don't post that where other people can see it and then my friends will contact me and say hey your girlfriend is posing with black people as if that's an okay thing to what? do yeah and and then he and then she's like well what's wrong with black people he's like I don't have a problem with black people I give them money for cars <laughs> yeah. and <What>? houses <laughs> yeah. and for food and to take care of their children uh, yep yeah okay holy cow I I was I, you know, I, I, I didn't know a whole lot about it until... Last night I was sitting up in my office and I listened to the actual recordings and I was like, holy shit. I can't believe that this fucking guy. I can't believe there's a, been a question for anybody. I can't believe that the NBA took s- as long as they did yeah. to say, no, you're done. You're fucking banned for life. Yeah. We're r- we're done with you. Yeah, You're a piece of shit. We don't want to have any association with you. I'm surprised it took them as long as
0: it did. Especially being in the NBA. Well, from what I right. understand, is yeah. this is just a straw that broke the camel's back. There was other oh, yeah. things that happened before, us, being a slumlord and oh, a bunch of other yeah. stuff going on. That yeah, were being a slumlord
2: and den- and actively denying rentals to Ooh. black people. people. Yeah, really? Yep. Yeah, he's been he, he's he's been sued for discrimination before, uh, in particular for denying housing to black people, and 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 making comments like, "I don't want black people living in any of the housing that I own because they stink." Not, not wow. generally. Some people stink, or black people in particular stink more than any other person.
1: Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah,
2: fuck that guy too. Yeah, fuck. yep,
1: <laughs> fuck those three guys. Oh my! Well, do you got any other articles you want to I do have right now or... one more? Okay. If we feel like getting reanimated, uh, I, I might get as pissed off about this one as I did the last one. I got a couple cocktails in me. I'm, okay. I'm good. <laughs> ATC of Utah President Dan Ellis there. Uh okay.
0: Let let it go. <laughs>
1: Big sigh. I will <laughs> just start with the quote, and I think that will kick this off sufficiently. <laughs> Uh, Quote, waterboarding is oh. how we baptize terrorists. Damn. Sarah Palin! Palin.
0: Yay. I wow. could not. Well, <laughs> you forgot the first part of it where it was if I was in if charge. I was
1: president. Yeah.
0: Well, um, pardon me. But fortunately. Oh, thank God,
1: that didn't happen. Right? Fortunately, even the media at this point is backing away from her a little bit after this kind of. A th- even
0: I, her ex running mate was like. I was tortured in a Vietnamese prison. Uh, yeah. You the are fuck a is wrong bitch this for lady. saying that.
1: <laughs> My first, I mean, uh, obviously there's shock involved. Oh, yeah. Um, really, though? <laughs> are we really shocked that this dumb fucking
0: bitch well, would say the something? The one that like can that? see Russia from her backyard yeah. a thousand miles
1: uh, away. Yeah, I, yeah, but I still was. I mean, I, you know, not. I, I would have been more surprised to hear it from like Hillary Clinton or something like that, yes, but. Yeah, but, I, I, but I think to, hear, to hear it po- Okay. There's
0: there's so much. If it's anything Obama gets rid of, yeah, they're going to want it back. Sure. It's well, and it, he sure. got rid of. And I,
2: suppose, I I guess I can understand where you're saying where it's one thing to maybe hold these views in 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 private and and you know kind of in your own head, but to voice them
1: publicly, like how fucking stupid are you? A well, okay, okay, so, national so rights here, here, association. Here's, here's the thing. Okay, she, so she's going <laughs> through she's going through this in her mind at
0: some point. And well, she she's thinks, writing this speech before she came there. Okay, and she she
1: goes
2: she goes yeah, to this the this wasn't this wasn't just an off the cuff comment. No. was it? it was no, this no, was no, part no, of no. Her so,
1: yeah, so so she goes to the point of writing this fucking thing out, and she looks at it and goes, "Fucking brilliant, perfect, yes, this is awesome." Yeah, people are going to clap right? so and hard. The point
0: is, they fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, they did. They cheered and <laughs> they did. And, yeah, let's let's yeah. torture them so we can get false confessions and put the, the, them in a prison and kill their families. Yes,
1: the National Rifle Association audience she had loved this comment.
0: Yeah. It's
1: I was disgusted when I well, heard this.
0: What do you expect? They are Sarah Palin okay. is like the NRA's I still hero. think
1: I still think people are human fucking beings. Uh, you know, oh, yeah.
0: and I I I have that fault. I mean, I know there's yeah. forms of yeah. way of getting information out of people that does not involve putting them on a table and making them feel like they're drowning. I mean, there's mental torture, which sure, 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 but works better. But but okay, I mean, so it's also true. It works better.
1: <laughs> so 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 my first question is: is is this pander? Is this pan- Is this what the re- religious right wants to hear? I don't these- think she's pandering.
2: I think I think it's what she truly believes. Whether I mean it, it, may work out to be pandering in the end because it's red meat for the masses that that choose to follow this fucking dipshit. It, but it's it's not something that she doesn't really believe and is just throwing it out there because hey, these people will probably like it. She probably fucking believes
0: that herself. And you got to think. And if about she her... didn't,
2: why would she choose to associate herself with something sure. sh- that
0: yeah. sh- that fucking shitty? So it, so I was gonna say, think about her highly educated background. First, <laughs> she was a uh, a yeah. model. And then a uh, uh, Miss Alaska. And then she was a news anchor. Did she do the weather? I don't remember. I know she was on the news. And then she There's didn't so even There's so many do things about her that I try to forget. Term. Not yeah. even – she didn't finish her two-year term as governor of Alaska. She did one okay. year. Totally – Don't
2: is, you
1: know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is totally parenthetical. But let me throw this out there. Why the fuck does Sarah Palin talk with, like, a Saturday Night Live version of a Chicago accent? What
0: the <laughs> no, hell is the problem no, with that's that? That's Fargo. Right? Yeah. Is it Fargo? What oh, yeah. Fargo, yeah, Derek. It's a Minnesota Asia. thing. Why? No, I'm from Wisconsin.
1: Oh right, right. So oh yeah.
0: We have a few of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I I was in Minnesota for a while and I, I, I don't think I, I don't I don't know if I ever incurred encountered how anything close quite. did you get
0: to the border? About seventy miles. Ooh, you should have been in that country.
1: Thief River <laughs> Falls. It's it's north of it's north of Fargo, north of Grand Forks.
0: When I go home and my uncle talks, I hear it right away. It's like and he's in Wisconsin. I never, yeah, I never, I never realized until now that. Well,
2: and now that you mention it, I can
0: kind of hear, it. It. I can hear I, it. I get yeah. it from people once in a while. Well, I'm definitely hearing Ryan. Like, yeah, you from Wisconsin?
2: <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. <laughs> or I say water. You know, what's funny Water or ask for a bubbler. I get you know, that. I've same... noticed that Neil deGrasse Tyson says water like water, that. water. But, water. He, but
1: he's from New York, though. Water, but. I get the same like I tell people I'm from Boston and they they don't say Boston. They say Baston. Like it's like it's not fucking Wisconsin. It's fucking Boston. Yeah. You know, mother, You know, it's not it's not Bastin. Like what the everyone always tries Oh, you're from Baston, huh? No. No. So all right. There's a lot more here. That's that's like the two sentences into this fucking ridiculous. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I kinda cut you off there. Um Yeah, um, I guess just we kind of covered the overall indifference to the systematic torture of of Islamic detainees. I guess well, why would he, why mean? would
2: we care about them? They're, why, they're, they're neither they care, white right, nor sure.
1: Christian. Sure. Yeah, um, it just strikes me as Inquisition style rhetoric. This comment, you know, yeah. five five hundred seven hundred years ago yeah. stuff. Yeah, I can see that. You know, um, in group Christians, out group Muslims. We've got them. Let's do it. Yeah. We'll it's, baptize them. Fuck it.
2: Okay. It's like they. It, it's
0: uh, it's like
1: it's like they're viewed as less than human. Yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, clearly, um, one of my one of my biggest issues with this, um, and I think this should concern most of the country. About the, uh, it, 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 she thinks this is what the majority wants to hear. I, well, I know we come the majority to majority Who would come you know, to listen to her? Oh, yeah. I think for sure, definitely, yeah. And that's concerning to me.
2: Well, yeah. It was concerning to me to, in the election that, that you know, I for a time, I respected John McCain. Yes. I sure, thought, sure, sure. I thought, you know, here's a guy who is a Republican who me being, you know, identifying certainly much more with the Democratic Party than the Republican mm-hmm. Party, I thought, you know, he seems to have his poop in a group. I could vote <laughs> for this guy. He seems like he's got his head on his shoulders. Uh, or a good head on his shoulders and then he picks her as his running mate and i was like yeah all right no this this guy's he's there's something there's something fundamentally fucking wrong with this guy i think he was
0: baiting on the first female vice president oh yeah and and, and, you're gonna go for that over a black guy yeah Uh, we got it well the thing
1: the thing with mccain you know is i i i definitely create a clear division i i completely respect what he did for the United States and the sacrifice he made in Vietnam. I mean, that was a tough, gritty, nasty, brutal fucking war. Um, you know, and I don't Especially take anything away
0: from his POW stories. Oh, oh, Yeah, right? yeah, those yeah. yeah.
1: Well, yeah, and and any of those other guys too. I mean, there's a number of them, but um, you know, and I don't take any of that away from him. I mean, you know, I'm grateful to him for doing that. And any of the troops by the way that are out there serving, appreciate it. Love you guys. Um, but his politics, I don't necessarily fall in line with Sarah Palin. Of course, I don't. But, um, but this to me crosses a line that I don't think John McCain ever would.
0: Oh no, he.
1: I, I think this is beyond. No, well, yeah, he's come out. Yeah, he's come, come out. Well, he out was himself, appalled right? by it because yeah. he
0: was himself in North Vietnam. Yeah, he was He was and, in the Hanoi Hilton. Yeah, I this mean, stuff was going on to him, and he's like, "Well, worse than this." But, yeah, but, way worse. Know, way worse.
1: But, um, so I did a little nosing around. And try to check. So, I, I just want to pose this question to you guys: um, What do you think would be the major objection to this kind of a comment that's out there from from her from her side of the political arena? From
2: her base, what would how would how would they react negatively yeah. what, to this? What, what
1: might be the major objection from oh. her, from the political right?
2: You know the the only thing that I could think of possibly that that. You know people that she would be pandering to with this with this type of rhetoric that they would say, "No, you've gone too far would be would be the whole notion of you know if if we do it to them, they'll do it to us that would be the only thing that I could see that they would maybe have a problem with, but for the most part, they don't view you know out group or the others people that they can the people that they view as other as being as much of a human being as they are, so I mean that would be, in my mind, that would be the only argument that they could make against that. Right, the people and, that she's pandering to, and in
1: that's right. a, and that's a, and that's a really good sort of stretch out of your humanist position <laughs> into something. <laughs> but it gets better. So the the main objection to what she said was that it's sacrilegious because baptism should be voluntary.
0: That's the problem. <laughs> well, maybe they. Did voluntarily lay on the table and uh, let you put a cloth it, over their head. God
2: wrote it on their heart to be a terrorist, to be put into a, a, a system where they would be systematically tortured yes, sure. and then baptized into a- Christianity. Christianity.
1: God wrote that on their heart. That's what William much, Lane Craig would say. I'm much better apologist than I, admittedly. Um, but I find that to be a pretty vile... Uh, um, and 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 the most minimal objection I could possibly think, didn't even cross my mind. Well, I, I, was I thought to write it be down because I was, was so disgusted what
0: religion they're being baptized into. Well,
1: that, and that there's a whole other point too. Oh. Yeah,
0: of course. <laughs> well, yeah,
2: which which version of <laughs> Christianity? <laughs>
0: yeah. She, I mean what if they're Mormon now? What if they're Mormons? Yeah, I mean
2: yeah, most, you know, most mainstream Christians well, I don't Mor- believe it, Mormons are are, you know, uh, yeah. real Christians. And that
1: doesn't but, that doesn't count when you're torturing them, right? You got to kill them first and then you can baptize them when they're dead. No, yeah.
0: well, no, then you just give them the offer you're letting, them yeah, <laughs> you're letting them choose to be baptized. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we're extending an
2: invitation. Yes. Like right, right. Frank. That's what the fucking like, professors said yeah. at that yes. goddamn thing on Wednesday. Yeah. And I was
1: like, really, you're giving them an invitation? Yeah, we're, we're so like, inclusive. We invite you to be just like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right, I'm fucking done with news. That's what I got. Uh, let's – do you have Say, a uh, – What do we – Oh, okay. Well,
0: say so we can do a quick wrap up here. I don't know. Uh, since we got you here, uh, what are some things that are be going on uh, this summer with American uh, or Atheists of Utah, uh, as far as you know, just food drives or volunteer work?
2: Oh, uh, we've got a. We've always got a ton of shit going on. I mean, we've got Atheists of Utah is definitely the largest and most active secular group here in Utah. We've got. we've got two weekly coffee chats. We've got. Uh, quarterly parties, we've got monthly Good Without God events where we go and do volunteer work, we do an ca- annual camping trip, an annual uh, winter gala, we do uh, book chats, gaming, I mean, there, there's always just a ton of different stuff going on. Uh, coming up here in the near future, we've got our camping trip this summer, we've got our summer solstice party coming up in June, that I'll be hosting here at my lovely abode, which should make all of my neighbors really happy for the third year in a row, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's also the our, – so our summer solstice party is also our annual members meeting where we vote on board positions. This year we have three different uh, board positions that are opening up. Anybody who's interested in running and contributing, I would encourage you to certainly submit your information and run for a position on the board if you're looking to help the secular community here in Utah. Um... We could certainly use your help. The, the Atheist of Utah board is an all volunteer position. You know, we get, we don't get paid for any of this stuff and, and it's, it's a labor of love for me. You know, I spend easily 20 hours a week just devoted to Atheists of Utah outside of my regular job that I work, you know, at least 40 hours on every week. I devote at least, at least an additional 20 hours per week just for Atheists of Utah stuff because I love it. I want to see this group, I want to see this group. Succeed and and thrive and help others who are closeted and and may not know that there are other people who think like they do here in Utah
1: Dan Ellis president of atheists of Utah great guy we uh, we're We're open to atheists in Utah trying to trying to come out of the closet if Mm -hmm. that's what they want to do If they don't and they want to stay closeted, but but want to be with like-minded people We're open to that too. lgbt um any other minority groups um we're on your side. and uh, um,
0: If you have a topic and you want us to help promote it, feel free to contact us on Facebook or email godlessrevolution at gmail.com. At
1: gmail.com, yep. Any, any questions, comments, anything like that? Um, I'm Matt.
0: I'm Ryan. And, this, and I'm Dan. This is Godless <laughs>
1: Revolution. Thanks for tuning in. Love you guys, and we'll see you next time.